What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Iris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. This this one's gonna be a very long episode. So we are we're not doing intro, we're not doing songs of the week. We are going straight into the topic. We got our album of the month because of the internet, but childish Gambino. Yeah, let's give it a pre-round of applause, you know. Yes, sir. Is, yes, uh, sir. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long one. We have a lot of like notes and everything, um, a lot of stuff from the screenplay. So um, I mean, shit, you got anything you want to say before we start? Yeah, you know, I got a couple of things I do want to say. I think this is going to be one of the most difficult episodes we've had to do. It's such a complex album. The screenplay is involved. Obviously, we'll talk a little bit about that as we, you know, get into it. And I think it's going to be difficult because there are going to be people listening that have only heard the album. There are going to be people listening, potentially, that have heard the album, that have, you know, know about the screenplay, the world. And so I think we're going to sound like pretentious, borderline, to these people that just know the album. They're like, oh, well, in the screenplay, it says this and that, whatever. And then the people that know everything, they're going to be like, oh, these guys are idiots. They don't know what they're talking about because, oh, on page three, the screenplay says this, but they're saying this. We'll see. We're doing our best. I just love the album more than anything. I know a little bit about the screenplay. I've, you know... I'm going to give a shout out right now. If you like today's episode, listen to the Dissect podcast season on this. They did an entire season of a podcast about this album and about the layers and about the world that it creates. So we're definitely not going to go into as much detail as them. A lot of the notes I took are from things they said, as well as, you know, lyrics and things like that. So shout out to them. They killed it. They did an amazing job. They're so much of the reason why I love this album as much as I do. I probably had it in my top, you know, five before hearing their season. And then, you know, that bumped it up even higher. So I don't, I don't know if it's number one, but it's it's close if it's not. Lastly, but you know, before we get into it, we're doing a giveaway. You're watching on YouTube, vinyl giveaway because the internet. We're giving it away on Instagram. So go to our Instagram at Second Avenue Pod. We'll be giving it away this week. All you gotta do, share the post like it, comment, all that stuff. Details will be in the caption. I'm excited to get another vial to one of you guys. So stay tuned for details on that this week on the Instagram. What, what is this? Our, our fifth vinyl giveaway? Uh, we've done Good Kid Matt, or no, 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 no. Actually, what was our first one? It was- um... The first one was Good Kid Matt City and okay. Good Sea Ghost. That's what I thought, okay. And um, then two Utopia, Man on the Moon. Yep. So that's five, six. this is six. Yeah, technically though, yeah technically the fifth fifth uh, album we're giving out yeah but man so. yeah i mean go in and in on that it's i mean completely free and everything so i feel like you're a dumb if you don't preach yeah it's a great album it's beautiful it's got like a nice like reflective cover oh i love it so much unfortunately it is the newer release so, you know there is no screenplay inside i don't think because it was like 30 dollars or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah i think the screenplay one's more expensive because that's like the the original pressing yeah. but Still a nice vial to have in your collection if you don't. All right, I'm ready to get into this. We got to skip songs of the week, all that stuff, like you mentioned. Sometimes we spend like nine minutes talking yeah. about the intro. It's going to be a longer episode. I don't know if we're going to, you know, go over an hour, 45 minutes. It could just be like 40 minutes and we'll be like, okay, we're stupid. But there's a lot to get into. So let's just get if, into it. If you're an OG fan, this is like nothing. You know, our first, first like episodes, they used to run like an hour, hour and a half consistently. So they did. I, I, it's one of those things where you just sit down and you can get going. Like I used to listen to this podcast. I didn't really listen every week or whatever, but I would tune in skim. It was a mixtape. It was Coley Mick from Barstool. And then uh, 
this guy Trill Withers and they had a podcast and they would just talk about basketball, random stuff, culture, whatever. It was like four hours sometimes. They would just get talking about whatever and they were doing them like multiple times a week. So that's that's pretty crazy. Those podcasts that do that different. Maybe we'll be to that level one day, but today is not that day. <laughs> uh, let's get into this though. So because the internet, it's only fitting we do it today. Happy Roscoe's wetsuit day. We'll get into what that means later. Because the internet released 10 years ago today, the day we're recording this, Sunday, December 10th. So tomorrow, it's going to be one day after the 10-year anniversary, but what's after got to that? celebrate. What's the day after that? What? Oh, my birthday. You're saying a lot of... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were making fun of me for just saying a bunch of dates. Oh, it's no, the 10th, no. 11th. We said it last week, but yes. Everybody, go wish Elijah a happy birthday. You know, to celebrate his birthday, that'll probably be the day the giveaway drops. Honestly, we'll do like a post mm-hmm. about because the internet on Monday and then Tuesday, you know, we got to show the boy some love, celebrate his birthday, the holiday season, because the internet anniversary, it is like a lot going Jam-packed, on. So yeah, yeah it's going to be lit. Um, hopefully, you know, if you have a good birthday, we'll get into that. I'll give you my mm-hmm. happy birthday wishes on your actual birthday okay. as everybody else should as well. But yeah, happy early birthday to you. Thank you for you know, yeah, you're freaking a huge day there. I know. But yeah, let's get into this. Man, this is by far the most notes I've ever had preparing for an episode. I got in my phone, scroll. I could scroll for three minutes, I think, of all the notes I have, lyrics, little quotes, other things. And I had the biggest scare like 15 minutes ago. I was going between like Spotify, the internet, and notes and i just kept going back and forth and back and forth and i think my phone's running low well i know it is it's running low on storage so i think that's why this happened but sometimes it like you know gets a little bit glitchy gets a little bit laggy and the note was just gone it just wasn't there anymore and i almost called an audible i thought we weren't gonna have an episode this week i was like it's over i'm you know i'm not doing this again today after i just spent you know however long getting these notes together they're just gone i was crushed then i just you know i made the executive decision i'm gonna swipe up close out of notes that's always a good move i hope it's back fingers crossed and it was back thank god i felt good because like you know when you have like the list of notes it could it still showed the words and like a picture i had attached to it so i was like okay i think it should still be there but then i wasn't seeing it so i mean i was worried but hey here we are so let's get into it but yeah like i said earlier there's a lot of elements to go into because the internet we're going to break it down song by song first let's just kind of talk about the bigger world that is because the internet you know we're talking about the album today that's 19 songs separated into five acts which is meant to score the screenplay also titled because the internet which is attached in the original vinyl pressing 72 73 pages i forget the number and yeah it's a story about a character named the boy and you know he's a wealthy kid and his family, you know, his mom, I believe, is dead at this point at the beginning. Uh, his father, you know, they don't have the best relationship. He's got a lot of friends, but he has money. So are they really his friends mm-hmm. or are they just there for the money? Kind of just a look at his life. And we'll talk about lyrics and we'll talk about things throughout the screenplay that matter. I think there's obviously a lot that matters that we probably won't be able to touch on. So I think before we get talking about the songs, we got to talk about the notes. If you've been around, you know the Childish Gambino notes. He's not 
too big on social media these days, but he used to be pretty active on social media. And one of his most like infamous notable posts is he was at a hotel on a hotel paper. He wrote a bunch of handwritten notes and posted pictures of them to his Instagram. And I think that that really shows a lot about where he was at mentally. And I think it sets us up for a lot of the albums. So I think we need to get into that. I'm not going to read through them all. I think there's like seven. I'm going to read through three, which is still a little bit, but let's get into it. Uh, so the note says, I didn't leave community to rap. I don't want to rap. I wanted to be on my own. I've been sick this year. I've seen a bunch of people die this year. This is the first time I felt helpless, but I'm not on that. Kept looking for something to be in with. Follow someone's blueprint, but you have to be on your own. The next one says, the label doesn't want me to release in December because it's not a holiday record and I'm not a big artist. I started the record last Christmas. Christmas always made me feel lonely, but it helped me restart the new year. I want people to listen to this album when everything's closed, when everything slows down and is quiet so you can start over. And then the last one says, I got really lost last year, but I can't be lonely though because we're all here. We're all stuck here. I wanted to make something that says no matter how bad you fuck up or mistakes you've made during the year, your life, your eternity, you're always allowed to be better. You're always allowed to grow up if you want. And so I think that that's just a great way to set the tone for where he's at and, you know, what we're about to go through with the journey that is because the internet. Let's get into it. So we kick it off here with the first song, if you want to call it that, the library intro, just a little like almost whirring sound sounds like you're loading up sounds like you're spawning a video game or something yeah and that's that <laughs> yeah not not much there not much there then but it, it does get... set the tone i will say it does set the tone. It, it, yeah like it, yeah like you said like a little spawning. Yeah. yeah and we get into the first real track on the project crawl crawl great song i think this actually i'm trying to think back to like when i first heard gambino i know i heard because the internet shortly after it dropped but definitely i wasn't like oh i'm ready for because yeah. the internet dropped like i didn't know who he was at the time i think i heard it at some point probably like a couple months after it dropped i remember it got nominated for a grammy i saw people talking about it and i was like oh what's this album on twitter i saw you know so i gave it a listen so i think i listened to the complete album to start and so i think the crawl would have been the first song i heard and I was hooked. Gambino comes on it. He's rapping crazy. A great intro to the album as well. You know, obviously. You start off with the line, you hear, who am I? And that's really what the album is going to explore. You're going to explore who you are, what the internet, the relationship it has to us, connectivity, all that kind of stuff. But it's a great way to start the project. Um, I like the title being Crawl. I saw a quote where Gambino said, at this point of the internet, it feels like we're just giving a handgun to an infant and saying, don't shoot yourself, which is so true because the possibilities are really endless with what could happen from the internet, on the internet, all that kind of stuff. And we're really at like the infancy stage of it. Like the internet has only been around for, you know, how many ever years? Like to us, it feels like forever because it's our entire lifetime. Lives, yeah. But some people have seen it go from nothing to everything. So it's crazy to think about it in that regard. Yeah, um, I mean, for this track, I, I gotta say, this is this might be my favorite track on the album. I mean, off the re-listens, obviously, you know, growing up, I'm more listening to, you know, 3005 and uh, Sweatpants. But man, uh, this is like the first time for me that I actually, you know, sat down and listened to the entire album. You know, I feel like I've probably heard most of, or if not all of the tracks here and there, but 
Um, I mean, just going, doing like a dive into it. I was like, okay, like this song is just a very raw song, but it's really enjoyable. Like you said, he's going crazy on the rap, but the beats just kind of everywhere. Um, I think it all comes together well though, for, for me personally. And I, I I'm going to stand by, this is my favorite song on the album. It's up there for me. It's not my number one, but it's up there. I got one special shout out to give, and it's going to be such a niche reference. Like, I think our audience is actually going to know it decently well, but if somebody rams listen to this from because you know they're going to be like, what? Um, the line where he says, El Varner got a crush on her. El Varner. So she was like a singer. I don't, back in, I don't know if she was around your time or what, but she was like, I feel like mid 2010s, early 2010s, she was just like R&B singer. And I remember she came to U of I. I think it was at U of I. And she took a picture with Brandon Paul, the the yeah. Illini legend from our time. And he put a picture up on Instagram. And so like when I heard this line about El Varner, that was the <laughs> only thing I think of ever is just a picture posted up with BP3 and El Varner. Brandon Paul's the go. Uh, yeah, he's a, that was really Illini, yeah, like growing up, Brandon Paul, DJ Richardson, not to get off track, but just just some goats there. I know we got to get off track because we got to give our own two cents of this. Otherwise, we were just ripping some of the dissect podcast. So <laughs> we got to give, we got to make second half what makes second half. And that is, yeah, I mean, if, if we're going in, Tracy Abrams, yeah, Dimitri McCamey, I mean, Malcolm Hill, even that's a little bit later, but Kendrick Nunn, I, fuck, yeah, Nunn, really him. Man, shout out to those Illinois guys. I mean, We'll get in a deeper cut here. Joseph Bertrand. I mean, there's just some yeah. legends. Like, I love that. That was a little bit later, too. <laughs> the block monster. Tyler Griffey. <laughs> that backdoor cut against Indiana. A yep. legend. Uh, I was going to say shout out to Myers Leonard, but I don't know if we're going to give him a shout out. Uh, <laughs> man, this is like so living up to that stereotype about like guys can just hang out and name college basketball <laughs> yeah. players or NBA players that are just niche references and just have the most fun because we could really go back and forth with all these guys forever. Mm-hmm. But We'll save that for another day. But yeah, Crawl, great intro to the album. And, you know, sets a tone for the infancy of the internet and the themes we're going to explore throughout that project. Next track, we get World Star. World Star, good song. Uh, Not one of my favorites on the album. It has two very distinct parts, though. You know, you get the rap part, but the World Star, World Star. And then you get the nice, nice instrumental back half. Uh, I do love a couple points throughout this track. You know, when you go crazy, I hear that action on B Scorsese. Great line, you know, commentary on, you know, everybody's got a phone these days. Everybody can record. And then you get to the point, though, hold it horizontal, be professional. That's so funny because, you know, sometimes if you're watching a YouTube video or whatever, you got the vertical video on a horizontal thing. Funny. As well as there's something I remember about him at his shows. When he was doing that line, he would find somebody that was holding their phone vertical and go up to him and make it horizontal which is that's fun a good way to you know kind of enhance the experience of seeing it live definitely uh i mean live recordings are a huge thing my phone is full of them uh but yeah world star like i feel like you can't talk about you know uh 2013 is a little early for me but you know like the the mid mid 2010s i feel like you can't talk about the internet without talking about world star um i'm in the same boat with you here though it's uh, not one of my favorite tracks but um, enjoyable nonetheless yeah when i say not my favorites i love like every track but it's you know on the lower half i would say for me but i love his line she had hollywood and vine thinking that she hollywood on vine that's a great line you know she's living in hollywood 
the walk of fame, you know, Hollywood and mm-hmm. Vine. She thinks she's Hollywood because she's got followers on Vine, you know. Uh, very timely and, Vine reference there as well. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's even even more true to this day. Like, uh, I mean, like there's some social media, some people out there who their lives are social media. So, I mean, yeah, you see, you see 10 years later where we're at now, so. Yeah, crazy. Next track here, we got The Worst Guys with Chance the Rapper, you know, a very, very slight Chance the Rapper feature but a chance rapper feature nonetheless these were two of my guys like when i was in high Mm -hmm. school so this you know to me has got to be one of my favorites i love the rapping here from gambino there's some great lines specifically i love this is a random one but i love uncle ben in my hand make change and you know because it's a hundred dollar bill you need change but also uncle ben you know spider-man uncle ben we got to give a shout to donald for spider-man this Mm -hmm. is back in the day when people want to gambino to play spider-man so it just kind of comes full circle here yeah, and he he ultimately ended up making a Spider-Man pre- uh, appearance, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Uh, what was that? I think Homecoming? a couple. Yeah. 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 He's, he's a active. reoccurring character there. So very repetitive song, though. You know, they got the all she needed was some, mm-hmm. and then you get going, you get going, you just keep saying it. In the screenplay, I think, or on the website or something, there is like a multiple choice option of what she needed. Have you seen this? I have not. No. It's, it's okay. gonna be a little bit of learning experience for me too. Yeah. yeah see, I'm, I'm putting you on. The options were a. A picture of the devil. B, your keys. C, some asterisk, 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 four asterisk. Uh, I think we know what that means. And D, something to understand. Uh, let's go with B. Uh, we're definitely going with C, I'm going to imagine. But <laughs> <laughs> she did need something. And yeah, it's a good track. I like this one. Um gets us in the next track here we got shadows which again i like but i don't love it's a good track i don't i like it a lot in the scheme of the album but i don't go to it by itself i love thundercats contribution on it though gambino just came out and performed it at thundercats la show a couple months ago a couple weeks ago a minute ago and we talked about that on the pod but yeah i like this track it's cool yeah so i mean the, the intro here it's repetitive or you know not repetitive in like a bad way uh, what do you know the the exact terminology for it? The whenever it's just they repeat it um, in songs, it's like semantic um, something. Uh, oh, but it's okay. About. So I I learned this <laughs> I learned this last year from from Vince Staples, the blues. It's something about where it repeats it so much. It's kind of trying to put you that environment, I guess, or you know, just get get okay. you on a different mindset. So um, yeah, I, I get a lot of vibes like that. But had in the last track, and we have it here as well. And then I mean, I'd have to say. I'm with you here. Uh, not, ultimately, not my not one of my top top songs, but I'd say maybe in the bottom upper bottom half. So, okay, this first set of songs, I think some of these are audibly the most like accessible sounding songs. Mm-hmm. I think that you know if you're like listening to just a Gambino song, you hear this, you'd be like, cool song, you know. Whereas I think in the later half, it gets a little bit more. You got to know, you got to be a part of it, you got to be into it to like it. Mm-hmm. I think that some of these, you know, until we get to like 3005. I think that's where it's like the end of like the accessible sounding tracks. Um, A very accessible track we have next, which is Telegraph Ave, Oakland by Lloyd. And, you know, shout out to Lloyd. I only know Lloyd from this song in Bedrock, but fire. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good track. I think it's probably one of the better tracks on the album. It is great. I think it's a crap pleaser. People love this one. It's an interesting song because oakland by lloyd isn't a real song you know what i mean i love that he's it's such like a meta thing that he is like driving in the 
screenplay i'll say something about that here he's driving to see this girl in oakland and so he's listening to the radio listening to oakland by lloyd and that's such a weird concept that he's listening to a song within the song but the song doesn't exist in the real world it's just a song in the btr world yeah uh no very interesting there like i feel like i don't it, it sets the scene i guess you know uh in there you know it's it's, I mean, it's a very exclusive to that, I guess, is what I will say with it. And then overall, I, I do like it. There's just like just a ton of you feel like you're in Oakland almost like they, they set the scene perfectly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the most standout lines is this happens a few times throughout the album, but there are lines where you can hear multiple things. And the one on this track is if I married you tonight versus if I buried you tonight. Have Did you notice that? I did not. No. Okay. So people go either way. I, you know, I lean married. That yeah, sounds just right. more realistic to me to what he would be saying. But, you know, the other thought is he could be saying like marriage is like death. Like it's a lifelong commitment. It's kind of like the end of one life, start of another, another so, yeah. which, yeah, is an interesting way to look at it. But I wouldn't say buried in that context. There are a couple others coming later that we'll talk about where I really do see both sides where it could be both you know so we'll get into that but let's get into the next song first we got sweatpants this is probably my favorite from when i was like in high school i loved this song so much i was Mm -hmm. bumping this one all the time it'll probably make its way to the instagram page our instagram page yeah we like to tie in our adolescent videos pictures into the podcast elijah posted a picture of himself wearing a little peep shirt for our last time of the month so I think I got to go with, there's a video of me and my friends and we used to play, you know, basketball on lowered rims. We called it Lob City. Seven you know, foot rim. Let, let's, it's not, it's not a nine foot rim or anything. No, yeah, not yeah. Like... Seven foot. Yeah, it is borderline. <laughs> you can stand and dunk, but <laughs> we called it Lob City because that was like in the prime Lob City Clippers mm-hmm. era. And we were just like, okay, it's Lob City. We had an Instagram page, the NLCBA, National Lob City Basketball Association. We had team jerseys team names the team jerseys really were everybody had an nba player jersey and then we combined the team names so for example me and my boy trey i was james harden and he was jabari parker and so we were we're the milwaukee rockets just a combo there Mm -hmm. but so we had a schedule we had everything this only really happened one time it was like during spring break and we went crazy we started the instagram page we took some videos we just did all this stuff Uh, We had a couple of random people come watch. It it was a great time. My home court at my house was Latin American Airways after, you know, the American Airways Center. So it it was just fire. It was a really, you had to be there moment. Um, But yeah, so that might make its way to Instagram. But long story short, we made a video of like a couple of highlights to sweatpants because shout out to Hayden Swinford, a legend. Uh, We were supposed to play a whole bunch of these kids in Armstrong in three on three or four on four or whatever at their park with lowered rims and we posted this video on twitter of us being like oh watch out which it was like a joke we weren't like really trying to get yeah. saucy you know it was just for fun uh long story short we did end up playing and they just dogged us it was <laughs> sickening not a good time but catch us hey, on yeah it, yeah home, home <laughs> court home court advantage is different like at, at the hopeson park mcferrin park uh, i'm I'm him out there. So it's like, yeah. 
a home court's a big thing. Like it's really not, but it is at the same time. So you got to say it is if it's not in your favor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm taking, I, if I'm choosing my five, I'm taking my five over a lot of people. So fair enough. That's, open, that's an open invitation. Okay. I'm with it. But yeah, let's get back into sweatpants here. What are your thoughts on this track? Uh, this was, you know, one of the two I was, I was banging at the time. Well, not even at the time, I'd say more 2014, 15. Um, so I, I, we didn't really get too much of like an intro into it, but I mean, to like put it into perspective, you know, I was what, uh, 2013 or been 11 going on 12. It's not, not one you know, I was banging too, 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 too crazy, but this was, this was one here. I mean, it's just a classic track. I feel like there's not like, how can you not like this song? It's just enjoyable. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really have too much past that, honestly. Okay. Yeah. I love this track. I love the meaning behind it. You know, the title sweatpants, it goes from a quote where Donald Glover is talking about rich people get to wear whatever they want. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that somebody could, I feel like I this is deja vu where I feel like I said <laughs> this in the, maybe, you know, for the real, real ones episode one where i was talking about my top favorite artists i think i might have mentioned this maybe not though but anyway the idea that rich people can wear where they want like if jay-z pulls up in sweatpants you know kanye pulls up in sweatpants that's fashion but yeah you know when i go to fat jack's bar <laughs> when, I go, when i go to church it, in sweatpants <laughs> no i was giving you a real example there when i go to fat jack's bar in bloomington wearing a windbreaker in sweatpants when it's raining outside and they say no you can't come in you're not wearing the dress code. I don't get let yeah. in. But if Jay-Z did it, oh, that's fashion. If Kanye did it, oh, that's fashion. So yeah, that, that is a true story. I did get not let in a bar because I was wearing sweatpants when it was rainy. Sue yeah. me. But, yeah. <laughs> but when mean, I'm respect, rich, respect. they'll let me in. <laughs> yeah. No, that, I mean, that's how it is, though. Yeah, I did not know that was a vibe. I was like fresh 21. <laughs> yeah. And my, my friends were like, wow, come out. And I'm like, all right. I was just wearing the clothes I was wearing. For the record, they're not like baggy gray sweatpants. They they were like Nike, like tech fleece style sweatpants. Oh, oh, all right, whoa, big flexor. So, for the record, yeah. uh, I wasn't dressed like a super scrub. I was dressed like you know, athleisure. Anyway, uh-huh. but yeah, so rich people get to wear whatever they want. That's the motto. That's the uh, moral of the story. I love a couple lines here. I gotta point out first. Rich forever, a million was not the quota. You know, that is a good line just for generally speaking, making a lot of money, but it's a little play-in. So do you know who the boy in the character, do you know who his dad is played by? Uh, I do not know. Played by. Uh, It is Rick Ross. So this is a good tie-in because Rick Ross, rich forever. So rich forever, a million was not the quota. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's a nice little tie-in there. Uh, another line that I just randomly love is penthouse on both coasts, pH balance. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is good, obviously for, you know, the the water, you know, you got penthouse, you know, it's probably the water on the both coasts. Um, that is a good time for the pH balance, but also take it a little step further. I didn't know this until I listened to the dissect podcast, but they talk about the pH probably meaning the Palisades and the Hamptons for ph taking another step further so that just shows the levels that we're dealing with on this album um and then you know it it ends very abruptly the track with where he says i don't go fuck about family name you know i think that that's another very good point of the song you know he's talking about how rich he is he's talking about all the money he's flexing he doesn't care about his family he doesn't care you know any of that stuff and so i think that's another just great job of 
shaping the character of the boy. You know, he's got money, he's got all these things, but he doesn't really like, like his family. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, but it's who he is. That takes us into the next track here. We got 3005. You know, I think if anybody had just heard one song of this project, it would be 3005, right? Uh, it is a great <laughs> song. It's a hit. What are your thoughts on this track? Uh, I mean, this this song, this album is timeless. I will say, like you could, he could, he could, could release this today, and, and I mean, be the same thing. Um, I mean, just as popular. Um, you know, the the sounds kind of evolved with time nicely. And I mean, this is the, like a track like this is why. Like, I I don't think I could ever get tired of hit, hearing this song. Just a really great track, and I have like a really really random throwback. I don't think you're gonna remember it. I don't think Lauren and Sam are gonna remember it. Okay, so this is this will date it. This had to be. 2014 2015 uh, i'd say definitely 20 2015 it was kick we had a little kick group chat with the Ooh. with the family so that's a just with us us three i think or us four i guess and i think sammy said why you move foster something like that girl why you move foster from this song and i was like <laughs> and i didn't understand it then so i probably 2014 i'd say and then um yeah, just a little tie in there, you know. That's so funny. I definitely I was, yeah, I was like kick. so shook. I was like, "What?" Basically, and then I think you guys had reacted to it. So like, oh, obviously they know it's something. So, but it was, yeah, that is funny. That's I love when we have like stories to reinforce the age difference, and <laughs> when we're hearing this music for the first time, and then like it coming full circle. Uh, so I love that. That's so funny. I don't remember like being on kick at all. I remember just like it being. It was either like a little. It was a little mess. It maybe not kick. A little messenger app. I don't. I don't know exactly. I believe you. It could have been. I definitely had it. I remember having it, but I don't remember using it a lot. Um, shout out to the, any of the fam that is listening though. We got the group chat back. We're up. So yeah, um, this is the kick. I message now is the kick <laughs> of you know 2023. But yeah, 2005, great song. I loved. You know, I'll be right by your side. 2005 you know just a good line there and i love the use of 3005 it's just like a number i mean it's such a big number it doesn't even seem like basically it means forever because it is just so yeah. far out there in the future and i've also seen people say that like you know it's 3005 so the zeros in the middle mean infinity <laughs> which you know okay. maybe it's a stretch maybe not i don't know but basically it means forever i love this track great one the video the video youtube video that's like a, a classic one um really good i i if you haven't seen it i go watch it i mean i i, for, I assume if you've heard the song you, you most likely have but, but if you haven't go watch it oh yeah for sure so after 2005 we get into playing around before the party starts you know just a nice instrumental track mm -hmm. i love all the instrumental tracks here and i think that that really does help the screenplay aspect because they do sort of set the mood you know oh. it's a break from whatever you were just yeah. hearing to transition into something new like a little palate cleanser exactly and we you know we skipped over dial up a little bit earlier but that's great they're all great just at getting you ready for the whatever mm -hmm. is next so after playing around for the party starts we get the party which i think this is probably the most underrated underappreciated song on the project yeah i, I like that um like, I, I mean, a lot of these, like, I, I was in Bubba too crazy. So a lot of, maybe I will be after this. So, I mean, I, I don't really have a good gauge of that, but I will say I, I did like this one quite a bit. Um, it sets the mood perfectly. I've said that multiple times, but this album just does set the mood perfectly. There's so much attention to detail, but it, it makes you feel like you're at a party. Yeah. And it's almost like an uneasiness. Like the, it, it, this is how it is for him, but you know, the parties at his house again, mm -hmm. he's rich. He's got money. Are these people around him just, 
because he has money because he had all these nice things because his house is where the party is or they actually his friends and gabriel he starts rapping so fast he's getting these really good cadence off and then you know i didn't advise people to motherfucking house get the fuck out of my house and then just and yo chill yo chill you hear people yeah. talking and it's just such a great it really does paint the picture of what's happening you can hear it you can picture it and if, i love it if you've ever been to parties i've I, have you ever had one of those moments where people get like that the, the host is everybody get the fuck yeah i've yeah. definitely had moments like that unfortunately but yeah unfortunately i'll tell a very very fast story but you know so when i was a freshman in college we used to like just literally wander until we found people we made friends with or just go to a party where people were going to because we really didn't know anybody yet and one time we had some friends from home at college and then there were just a bunch of other people from hoops in there and i think we were just sending the address right yeah come to this party come to this party we like took this party over yeah (laughs) and it was a deep party like it was one of the more fun parties i went to in college i don't know how many people but it turned out there was probably like 15 people from hopes in there and then other people i knew and it was like oh my god this is getting kind of deep and then uh the host of the party was came up to like one of my friends and was like yeah the cops are coming but they really weren't they just want us to leave and so we left um, that's always that a good that. play yeah that's always so a- you know we didn't get the get out of my house but we got kicked out without mm-hmm. getting kicked out so that shot to that guy he played it right <laughs> yeah no that that is always uh a good one there if you, you want people to clear out so yeah unfortunate but it is what it is all right so after the party you know we move on here to no exit you know the boy has kicked these people out of his house he's going through it he's feeling a lot of things and we hear that no exit you know he's talking 3m stare at the ceiling murder the feeling spider crawl in the corner brown recluse so this is a good line. This is one where I didn't appreciate it till you know, you know the context of the screenplay, all that kind of stuff. We haven't talked too much about the screenplay. I feel like a lot of it hasn't been, you know, as relevant to the earlier stuff. Here's where it kind of picks up. So Brown Recluse, right? So this all goes back to the first line we hear on the album. Who am I? Rec League ain't paying a ball. Y'all be certainly like broke guitar. But who am I? Rec League. And he is the Brown Recluse. That is what we're getting to here. Um, so in the screenplay here, this is where he tries to kill himself. Spoiler alert, he doesn't die, but he has a suicide attempt. He is just going through it, and I think we kind of understand why. You know, that's what the first album is. You understand who he is and why he would be feeling that way. He's got all these people in his life. He doesn't know what they're about. He doesn't know all that. But he himself is the brown recluse. And, you know, it's obviously a brown recluse is a spider, but also could be he is a reclusive person, a recluse. So that's a good little uh, metaphor comparison there. And it's also interesting that he picked a spider because, you know, uh, spiders have webs and it is the internet. It is because of the internet. So I think that it's all, you know, it's a great tie-in. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I like the, like the, I haven't, or well, I guess I didn't watch the, the screenplay com- or too, too much into it, but um, the, the suicide part that's uh pretty pretty deep there but it sets the tone once again i'll go right back to it um i have not not insomniac where, where you can't sleep but you can you i feel like we've all been there you know just laying in bed just i mean you you have your bad days you're just laying in bed and you you notice the little things like like the spider up there stuff like that um so it's just another track that just sets it well oh yeah for sure um definitely has that tone you know you get Miguel on this one. Great feature as well. Um, you get a little Dirk shout out playing little Dirk. This ain't what you want. 
Shout out to Lil Dirk. This shows Lil Dirk been around. Hoopson, we were on to Lil Dirk before this reference, but Gambino was on Lil Dirk before the world was. I mean, Lil Dirk is a superstar now. Yeah. But there was a point where only Hoopson knew Lil Dirk. Yeah, so, he's pretty much from Hoopson. We got to flex that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. So in this one, you know, the boy, suicide attempts. Takes us in to the next track, Death by Numbers. Another instrumental one kind of sets the tone again for what we're going to get into in the next segment of songs which starts off with flight of the navigator which i gotta say one of the most beautiful songs on the project it's so great and it's sort of that like out-of-body experience after his suicide attempts yeah it's all refresh like very refreshing like the acts or the different parts like it always just feels so much different each time and um you know like i said it earlier i said it while you're talking the little instrumentals are like a perfect palate cleanser almost um and then with this one here, it's just such a beautiful track. Uh, I wrote the intro. The intro just kind of sets it well, I thought. It does. And this is one, you know, where the the real, because the internet, you know, buffs mm-hmm. are going to be like, oh, you should know this. But I know that there's something like with his mom in the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Like he uh, references the moon a couple times throughout the project. And I believe he does in this song. I could be wrong. I don't remember. But I feel like this is something with his mom. And I don't know. It could be wrong on that. Let me know in the comments. But yeah, it's a great track. And then shortly after this in the screenplay, there's a crucial detail. He wakes up to the news that his dad has died. RIP Rick Ross. Yeah. Um, tragic. And that takes us into the next track here, which I, again, you know, am I real BTI buff? I don't know. I still, after all 10 years, I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce the first word. I think it's Zealots. Yeah, that's what I would we'll say go with zealots. that. Zealots, okay. Zealots of Stockholm, uh, free information. This is beautiful song as well with mm-hmm. a very very strong switch up. So you know it starts off. We used to be unspoken. Now everything is broken. I'm a good son. That's the kind of start of it, and that's very interesting because you know he just found out that his dad had died, and the part we used to be unspoken. You could visualize that so much, like the relationship to them, like they're like in each other's lives, but they're not. Mm-hmm. They're father sons, so they have to be. But like, are they really connected? Are they really together? And there's a line in the screenplay, I think it's the first line actually, where the boy gets into the car after camp. You know, camp is the last album, so bad tie in as well. But the dad says, How was camp? And the boy just shrugs. And then he says, You make any friends? And the boy says, No. And then it says, the father laughs under his breath, but the laugh turns into an SMH. That's a very, SMH, very yeah. dated in- internet thing. <laughs> yeah. But it does just kind of show that relationship between the father and the boy mm-hmm. where it is just unspoken. And now it's nothing, you know, or it is what it is. And yeah. he's no longer around, but I think it's also, he just keeps saying, I'm a good son. And it's just, I, he's got to like kind of convince himself that. Uh, yeah. So this is, it's a it's a pretty deep song, you know. Following following that in screenplay, uh, I would definitely say this is this has got to be up there for me though. I it's really it's it's deep, you know I me. Mean? I like the deep tracks, so um, oh, yeah. that that flow switch is crazy though. It is. He really gets going there to kind of go deeper into the rest of the track with the tie into the screenplay. So in this track, he's going to Stockholm and he's looking for one of his followers, whose name on the internet is Hello Pity. Uh, we haven't referenced the boy's social media alias as well. Uh, his is the gold molar. Okay. Uh, so anyway, he's going to Stockholm and he meets up with this girl. Her name is Alyssa. And 
throughout some of the lines, you can kind of see what's happening, but the line where he says, I'm a walk out. What a walk to what about dude? And then she says, fuck him. I just really want to feel something. Uh, so obviously he meets up and they leave, but she's already with this guy. Now, who is the guy you might ask if you haven't seen anything about the screenplay, you would have no idea. The guy she, she's with is actually the singer who sings. What does the Fox say? Jeez. <laughs> so another very random <laughs> internet reference that is tied into this album. What was that? That one was that. What was the Fox? Say? That's probably 2014, 2015. Nah. Well, no, Even this is 2013. Oh, God, okay. I, I okay. Yeah. I fuck. So gotta be like 2012. Uh, yeah, I was in probably in sixth grade. So yeah. Crazy. But yeah, very random. Love that reference though. Every time I get to that line, it's all I think about now that I know. And then this is another great example of, you know, we talked about earlier with the buried tonight, married tonight line. This is one where it's more interesting here. I think it's Kilo Kish, if I'm not mistaken. Shout out to Kilo Kish. You know, I saw her open up for Vince Staples back in 2017. She's on here and she's saying, is it real because you're online or is it real because you're alive? What do you hear there? Online. Uh, I mean, it, but it also kind of goes with the, the whole the whole theme. Like, I feel like the internet, you know, I'm thinking I'm more towards that rather than alive. So that is fair. I, I would lean online as well, especially because, you know, in the song, he's meeting with the girl that he met online, seeing in real life, you know, which I think is a very interesting thing as well. Um, then we get into another line here, which is another one that I did not appreciate until I found out, you know, the deeper meaning here and this is the line where he says brain splattered like a fallen off a watchtower so this is another one where i don't want to get this wrong but i believe that donald actually attempted suicide as well in real life and so then that could be talking about himself that's another one where it gets into the layers and it gets real tricky talking about the boys talking about charles gambino he's talking about don glover there's some gray area there but either way he's talking about a suicide attempt you know my brain splattered like a fall off the watchtower you know jumping to your death but also there's a jehovah's witness magazine called the watchtower and he grew up a jehovah's witness and so i think that's a very interesting one like you're falling off of the watchtower you're falling away from the religion that you grew up on kind of i which is where you know so much about this album is about the boy but i think that that's about donald glover you know what i mean yeah he's the one that's jehovah's witness we know what the boy is i don't think no yeah i don't I don't get that vibe, I guess, from you know partying and stuff like that. That's an interesting line. I like that one. So next track here, we got Earn. Beautiful song. Such a short track, but it, it is just so good. I wish it was four minutes, but it's like a minute and a half. Yeah, this the little act here, uh, I guess we'll say death by numbers doesn't above it. I don't know. Um, just beautiful, beautiful tracks. Like you said, I wish it was longer. Yeah. This is one where I know it's gotten a lot of love from other artists. Tyler has said something about it. I believe Earl said something about it before on Twitter back in the day. So, yeah, this is definitely, if you're a real music head, you love Earn. And it's also funny because Earn is his character's name on Atlanta, but it's, you know, Earn, like Ernest, yeah, yeah. not Earn, like the thing. But also, you know, his dad just died in the screenplay. So, you know, we get back to the urn, the ashes, all that kind of stuff. Death being another very big theme here. Although it doesn't sound like it, you know, it's like one of those things where it sounds great, but maybe there's a, you know, deeper, sadder meaning. The line like, don't ever leave me my love, you know, that, that is kind of how you get, but it sounds happy or it sounds yeah. positive or something. Definitely. Um, I, yeah, it just, I don't, 
it's just like such a dark title and everything as well. You earn father who's passing. So yeah, but yeah, it's really light song. So the next song is pink toes, which has Janae Aiko. And in this, this is another one where a screenplay comes in and there's a lot of references to the boy drug dealing. Uh, like show my back about it c3po great line there uh but also like move that kilo he says that um so you know you talk a lot about dealing drugs and you get into the end where it says i'm out of time he's singing that and then you hear like the sirens in the background to set us up for what's to come in the next track what are your thoughts about the song pink toes though uh really i, I really like it generic oh man she's she's just so fucking good like i mean any of these tracks from that era especially like she she was doing her thing when she was coming up i guess or i mean but still still scarred on nice career um but i think they have very good chemistry together as well um would be another point to that so oh yeah they got this other song bed piece on a janaika album i don't know if you heard that one mm. that one's fire too um strongly recommend that but yeah good track and there's a lot of like you know different references to like in the screenplay this other girl that he's you know, getting close to at this point of the album. And, you know, people say he's talking about Janae Aiko. Is that the truth? Is that, you know, just part of the story? Who knows? But it's, anyway, so in the screenplay, who's getting close to another girl? That's that's crucial, and that'll come up later. It, and her first line, something about slang of the yay. So I, I think, yeah. That, yeah, so so I, I'd put that, yeah, I'd say confirm that, I guess, or not, not completely confirm, but my yeah, assumption. For sure. And so in the next track here we got earth the oldest computer the last night and in the screenplay here the boy is going to his mansion to see a drug deal which eventually turns into a robbery and he always held a gunpoint all that kind of stuff and kind of ends on a cliffhanger like did he die did he not die and that's that and so there's a couple interesting lines here i think one is i don't want to see an era and i think that's an interesting line because there's a clip of donald glover on the breakfast club i think it's one of the morning you know radio shows and he's talking about like he's like it's not hard to die like you could die if you want to die so like the line i don't want to see an era i think that's very interesting because you know if you don't want to you don't have to yeah it's as simple as that which is crazy just put the free will free choice and it makes me think about i remember this was probably 20 18 i don't remember obviously it's a very easy thing to look up but i didn't uh he headlined coachella one year and i watched the live stream as it was happening and that was you know california time i remember i was in my dorm room i stayed up till you know two in the morning or whatever it was just to watch this and then i remember it was a great set but i remember one thing he said was he kind of like took a minute and he was he kept talking to the audience and one thing he said that like has always just stuck out to me, but it is so true is like, he said something about like one of you guys or a lot of you guys aren't going to live to see next week. But that's so crazy. Think about it. if you're in a crowd of a hundred thousand people, like statistically that's true. Facts. Yeah. But you never think that yourself, you know, you're just living in the moment. You're just living. And I don't know. It's just such a crazy thing to think about. It's deep. It's really it deep. Is deep. Especially when you're just there trying to vibe <laughs> this concert. And he's trying to get into that. But I think it just goes back to that. Um, I don't want to see era. You know, if you want to die, you could die. Some people don't want to die, but they're going to die, which is crazy. Inevitable. Um, it is inevitable. And I like that you said that because it's a 
kind of very full circle moment here. You know, the ending of the screenplay is like around here and, you know, he's dying, he's dead potentially. Like you don't really know. I don't think again, this is one where the, you know, real screenplay boss are going to be like, well, he said this, I think, I don't, I think it's a cliffhanger if I remember right, but it's not because we always knew the ending of the story because everybody has the same ending. You know what I mean? The ending to everything, everybody's life is death. And so the ending to the story is always death. So he kind of says it without saying it. Yeah. I, I didn't think about it that way, I guess, but yeah. I didn't really either for forever. And then I got to that and I was like, huh? Makes, okay. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a reference here where it's talking about the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy where the earth is a computer program to figure out the meaning of life in the universe, but it's destroyed five minutes before it's away from its calculation. Um, so this situation really appears to reflect the boy's journey on because the internet, he's trying to discover the answer to his existential crisis about life. He's trying to discover what life is, what it means, you know, all this kind of stuff. And he falls in a cycle of trying again and again to discover that. And on this song, he dies. And it's like, just as he thought he was starting to see the meaning, which was his connection with Naomi, who's the girl who is Janaiko. And that's crazy to think about, you know, it's like, this is from the dissect podcast, but they end up by saying it's like some cruel joke, some sarcastic punchline as if life itself trolled him, which takes us to the next song, which is life. The biggest troll Andrew Oppenheimer, which is my favorite song on the album. Okay. I, I was waiting. I was wondering when we were going to get there. Damn your favorite. Huh? How do you feel about it? I, I think it's just another track to me, but why is it your favorite? Let's get into that. I just love what he's saying. This is one where there's so many just standout lines to me. You know, first, you start off, man made the web. You don't need a name. Love that. You know, everybody can be whoever they want to be on the internet. We're who we want to be on the podcast. We don't show everything. You know what I mean? We talk about what we want to talk about. We curate it. We can edit it to appear how we want to appear. And, you know, we go under Second Avenue Podcast. We don't go, we say our real names, but for you know, whatever people know, they could be made up names. You know what I mean? You got an alias, yeah. you could be whoever you want to be. But then, you know, some other lines here going back to, you know, the boy's wealth and knowing about his friends or should I say friends loosely, uh, you know, their intentions, that stuff. I love the line. Fuck it. Got money, bought friends. Like I'm TBS TBS paid like so much money to have friends on their channel. Yeah. Great line. there, simple, but I love it. And then we get into another great line that I love here, which is, I mean, where's the line between Donnie G and Gambino? I love that line. That's another one where even on the album, you don't know who he's talking about the boy. You don't know he's talking about Josh Gambino. You don't know how he's talking about Donald Glover. There's so many different ways to look at it. Is there even really a difference between Donald Glover and Josh Gambino? I don't know. But to him, there might be. You know what I mean? Like there might be a difference between Jothel and Aris on Second Avenue Pod versus Jothel and Aris in real life. So something to look at there. Then we get into... One of my favorite lines ever in any song where he just, it's not even like a crazy reference. It's not crazy wordplay. Just a great line. I could have stayed where I was and had a life you'd be proud of, but I'd rather chase things never thought of. I love that. It's just such a beautiful line. Yeah. Um, this is, it, you know, 
Will you explain it? It's it's a lot. This song's a lot deeper than I mean, off the listen. Yeah, see, that, that's what I'm here for. I just want everybody to appreciate this album. That, okay. that is my mission. Now, now you got me thinking. <laughs> Other lines here because the internet mistakes are forever. Something to think about. You know, cool line. Then again, kind of goes back to the last track. Funny the day you're born. That's really your death sentence. Yeah. So true, it's but like, like yeah. you never think about it like that. <laughs> that was one that stuck out because you know you don't think of it that way. You know, like a prison is almost like it's like you you're you're in this. You know. Yeah, and a couple of other ones here, quick. Eventually, all my followers realize they don't need a leader. I mean, that's just a good line again. Just talk about the internet. Like everybody is themselves. You know, they don't need to follow somebody else to get their opinion, to get their thoughts, to know how to think. Like think for yourself, be your own person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And in the age of the internet, that's more difficult and more easier said than done than ever because other people's opinions, other people's thoughts are so accessible, so ingrained in your life. You just scroll on TikTok and you just, you know, get an opinion on something that you probably don't know anything about. You know what I mean? somebody venting about their orders messing with mcdonald's and now you're like oh i hate mcdonald's i hate that you had no reason to think that until you saw that video you know what i mean like it's just one of those things and then two more lines here to end it it is the ending of the album where he says like the biggest troll but the joke is on us you had the jokes you showed up and then it kind of pans out it feels like but you're here now you have to help me it just kind of like gets a high-pitched voice and just echoes that and and it's just a great way to close the album in an age with the internet where you're more connected than ever. You almost feel less connected than ever at times and existential thoughts. I mean, that's like one of the most potent themes of the album, just wondering what the meaning of life is, what your life means, why you're here, what you're supposed to be doing are so important to the album. And then it kind of ends by, you know, life's just a joke, but the joke is you showed up like, how did we get here? Why are we here? We're never going to know. Yeah. Fuck. I'm just here in deep thought now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, nah, it, it's definitely true. And like you play it, play your own cards. You know, it's like, are you ultimately like you, you control, I mean, so much, but at the same time, not, not enough. So it's, it's a crazy thing to truly think about. Facts. And I want to close it by, I said this earlier in the episode, I said, happy Roscoe's wetsuit day. And I'm going to assume you don't know Roscoe's wetsuit. Am I right with that? Yeah, I do not. No. Okay. So Roscoe's wetsuit, it's this thing that just keeps getting repeated throughout the album, the screen, or sorry, not the album, the screenplay. He keeps seeing Roscoe's wetsuit. It all starts, I think, around the time of sweatpants. And he sees this kid like writing on a wall. It says Roscoe's wetsuit. And he asks the kid, like, what does Roscoe's wetsuit mean? Because it's like, such a weird saying it's like what does that mean and the kid says he doesn't know we saw it on the internet and then throughout the screenplay he keeps seeing it. like i think he sees it on twitter you know he just sees it wherever and then there's a, a clip so around the time of the album's release donald went to a bunch of parks and he would sit there and he would listen to the album with fans and people were asking they're like what does roscoe's wetsuit mean and he said ask yourself why you want to know and so my thought on that is like that is life. Like it can mean whatever you want it to mean. Like it can mean nothing. It can mean everything, but why do you want to know that's what's important? And I think that is just crazy. Roscoe's about you. Something as stupid as that, as dumb as that, as random as that is like the metaphor for life. Yeah, no, it's, uh, this is, yeah, this is so deep. <laughs> like I'm just sitting, 
I'm so fucking deep in thought right now. Like just my, my own thoughts here. Um, bad time, obviously, but I mean, that's, that's kind of like the beauty, beauty of this album, like the deeper thought into it, I guess would be, you know, we both dissected a lot or, I mean, mainly you, but you know, it's got still <laughs> thinking about everything here. And we've talked about this album before, you know, that you said there's so much more behind it. There is, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, and that, I feel like that's the artist who Childish Gambino is, or, you know, Donald Glover. It's just, and he's got so many different avenues and everything. So much attention to detail, I guess is what I will say. So, I mean, like I said, you know, beforehand, I hadn't given this album a full sit down, listen through, but now it's like, I feel like if I'm listening to one track on it, I got to listen to the whole damn thing. That's how I feel. I listen to the album more through than I do any song really by itself. So I know it was a lot for you listening. I know it was probably a lot for you. I feel like I was just talking a bunch, but I feel like it's going to, you know, change how you listen to the album. And that's yeah. how it did for me. Like I used to love the music. I still love the music, but more than that, I love the world. I love what it stands for. I love everything about it. And that's why it's one of my favorite al- albums of all time. And I hope that you guys give the album another listen with all this in mind. If you hadn't had it in mind before, and if you are one of those people that knows everything about the screenplay, knows all these details, I hope you had fun. I hope you enjoyed something about, you know, our random references about Brandon Paul or Lob City Basketball or a kick conversation. I hope you had fun. Um, yeah, because we don't know everything about the album. I don't yeah. know everything about the album, but I love Plus it. Don't, yeah, you don't claim to, or we don't, we don't claim to know everything. About, it's like, the, this, you know, it's a bigger message there. You know, we don't claim to know everything about music. We're just kind of giving you our perspective on it. So, yeah, and this is a tougher one to do that because there is, so much going yeah. on. So yeah. uh, if you are a Because the Internet buff, please leave a comment on the YouTube video of this. Send us a DM, something. Let us know something we missed, something we got wrong, because I want to know. I want to know more. It's one of those things where you get a peek behind the curtain and you just want to know everything. So mm-hmm. hopefully you guys enjoyed us talking about Because the Internet. Truly one of, I think, the best albums of all time, most important albums. Uh, such a great perspective in the 2010s, in the kind of infancy still of the internet great project let us know what you guys think hopefully you guys learned something in that but anything else you want to close on because the internet with no i mean i think we we both kind of went back and forth there you know gave our thoughts so i mean i know like i said every time i listen to it i'm gonna have to listen to the whole thing now so yep one of those i feel like i need to give it that like full read of the screenplay like i've just like read snippets and you know in the dissect podcast heard a bunch of it but i've never like read and sat there and then listened to the songs we're supposed to listen to songs i'm gonna have to do at some point and it's weird because there's like videos to go with it too Mm -hmm. there's so many layers to this um so yeah well i don't think i'll ever fully know the world but hopefully you know i get closer every day every listen yeah yeah All right, let's move on, though. We got some news to get into for the week. We went pretty long there with the Because the Internet Talk, so we're We're going to do Pardon the Interruption here. (laughs) This is going to be our our Pardon the Interruption-esque, the big finish here. We're going to go through these quick and get y'all out of here. Let's do it. Starting off with releases, this week we got projects from Nicki Minaj, Kenny Mason, Rowdy Rebel, Moneybag Yo, and then we got songs from... Thames, Nelly Choppa, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, Dave, and Jack Harlow on the same song for the Lyrical Lemonade album, Lil Yachty and Southside, Fred again with Baby Keen, Casey and Case Renata, and Playboy Cardi with not an official release, but yeah, a- some music previewed. Anything you wasn't hearing, anything you're really feeling you want to give some love to? 
I honestly, I gave a, a lot of the singles to listen to. Um, I mean, all pretty solid weaker album week for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, nothing too crazy. I still got to listen to all the albums, but just based off of the, the names or anything, I'm jumping to right away. So, yep. A lot of big features on Nicki Minaj. Um, you know, you got Drake, you got J. Cole. Got to give those a listen. I've not, Kenny Mason, love him. Got to give him a listen. I've not had a chance. I've been very invested in the Because, you know, I've listened to the album like five times in the past couple of days, so I haven't got to it yet. Um, Got to give a quick shout out to the Fred Again and Baby Keem track. Really enjoyed that. Didn't really listen to Fred Again before I saw him a lot of Palooza, but I'm a fan now, and he got my boy Keem, so I had to yeah. give that one a listen, and I'm enjoying it. I've been listening to it a pretty good amount. Um, and so we'll close here. We got three artists, you know, that we haven't heard too much from that it seems closer and closer to music releasing from them. We got Playboy Cardi, we got Frank Ocean, and we got Kanye West. Starting off, Playboy Cardi, like we said, he released a single. Apparently, he's set to drop his album in January. We'll see about that. There's been a lot of teasers this week, a conversation with Cardi and Tyler, the creator. He took a screenshot of him posted. Pharrell posted something. Filthy posted. A bunch of producers excited for whatever this is. Playboy Cardi, somebody that always reinvents himself with each project. So we'll see what direction he goes in with this next project. Uh, yeah, and, uh, for the and then I mean for the snippet for Frank Ocean that was enjoyable, and then Kanye West. I, so I just the point I want to make I, why I brought all this together is it's a blessing to get any of these things. Um, but I mean we got it. It's a blessing to get any of these things at any time. But we got it in two days, a two to three day span. So that that's just yeah. crazy. But yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm not gonna hold my hold my breath for any of any of these three artists. Well, tied to all side, I feel a little more consistent than Kanye. So I said three artists there. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I get excited every time I see a blonde vinyl restock because I feel like that means we're getting a little bit closer. Something he wants, you know, some attention. Then we get the snippet. I'm like, okay, let's see. Um, so hopefully Frank does drop. We'll see about that. And then we did get that track list for yay dollar sign. So we'll see. That seems closer than ever. Seems like there's gonna be a listening party for your birthday in Miami. So yeah, we'll be there. Well, we might be there. So <laughs> we'll see about that. That's a good step in the right direction. Hopefully it actually happens on like the last one, but we'll be back with more updates on this next week, as well as our albums of the year. Oh, I'm stressing already thinking about making it a list of 10 with a couple honorable mentions. You know me, I got to show some love, but it's going to be tough. So you're not going to want to miss it. We've been talking about it all year. Oh, this is going to be talked about in December. Well, now uh, it's December and yeah, now we're talking here, about yeah. it. Talk about it then, you know. I, I don't want really to get too much into it, you know. I don't, I don't, we don't really talk about any, anything other other than we'll talk about it in December. So it's, it's here. I'm excited. But I think about wraps it up for this week. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to go enter on the vinyl contest. You don't have any closing thoughts. Yes, sir. Go enter the vinyl. Appreciate you guys. It's December. We're coming correct all month. Hopefully you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. We got a couple more bangers coming. Closing the year right. So we'll see you guys next week for our albums of the year. Peace. <laughs>